0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Holy Spirit Soapbox. Once again, I'm your host, Dan, and I want to thank you for joining in today, as always. And um, all of those that continue to support us across the world, thank you so much for subscribing on our website, HolySpiritSoapbox.com, as well as following us on your favorite podcast platforms, Amazon, Spotify, Google, Google. Uh, iHeartRadio, whatever, Um, (laughs) so many that we're on, which is really a blessing, as well as on Instagram, Twitter, and other social media sites. So thank you very much. As we continue to spread the gospel, the true gospel of Jesus Christ, we would love to take you with us uh, and participate as a community. So once again, thank you. Today's episode is based on a true story. This is a true story. We're going to go over an actual miracle by God within the church. Some people believe in coincidences. Some people believe in stars aligning. Some people believe in karma. We prayed to God, the one true God, and he delivered. And the coolest thing about God's miracles is that, yes, it affects the person or people that are affected in a positive way. It also affects the community. It builds and strengthens a relationship between God and us, but it also provides a way that we can look into his heart. He provides different stories or analogies that can come from this. So there's a little bit of a lesson from this that I learned personally. I don't want to steal the thunder from the the actual testimony, so this is going to be anonymous. Maybe one day we have this person on the show, but let's just jump right into it and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so true story once again. A church brother of ours had kidney disease where it was required of him to get dialysis several times a week for a few hours at a time. Literally a few hours being in a room, hooked up to a machine, a dialysis machine, multiple times a week. And this is something he was doing for for years. Of course, he would kind of take it in stride. And he told us that this was time for him to spend time with God. You know, we we had some coffee with him, and, and I think it was dinner, and we chatted about this, and we're like, "Wow, I can't I can't imagine having to do that, man. You're you're so strong, you know that that's unbelievable." And he was just always happy, right? So he said he would bring his Bible or a book to read to to learn more about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And this was just so inspiring to us. Like it was probably so exhausting. For him to keep going back and forth to the dialysis center. But he was so positive during the whole situation. Always. Love this guy. Still do. According to kidney.org, this is what happens when you get a dialysis. I didn't really know. I, I had an idea. But to get really into more detail of it, you're hooked up to this dialysis machine. Where your blood is essentially cleaned, quote unquote. And renewed. By going through a filter. Okay, so... The purpose of this is for removing waste out of your blood, salt, extra water, all that stuff to prevent them from building up in the body, okay? It keeps you at a safe level of certain chemicals in your blood, such as potassium, sodium, and bicarbonate. These are things that, again, are okay for you, but in high levels, they're not good for you. And then it also helps you control blood pressure. So this is directly from kidney.org. Essentially, your body is being cleaned from the inside out. Bad blood goes out, good blood goes in. Easy enough. Ultimately, because your kidneys cannot do this anymore. When you have kidney disease to a certain stage, it just can't filter your blood. Again, this was time for him to get to know God more intimately by reading books, reading the Bible, maybe listening to videos or watching videos, I should say, whatever, And he was ready to do this for the rest of his life. And we were part of a larger church right organization, and we still are. But we also did small groups. And so this is one of our smaller groups that we'd meet on the weekends. And we were so close to each other. We'd tell each other our personal things. um, We asked for prayers. We'd give praise updates, so on and so forth. So one day, one day we went in to our small group and We got an update. God totally came in clutch, man. Totally came in clutch and all of a sudden just answered the prayer. He no longer needed dialysis. Truly a miracle. That is almost unheard of nowadays. Usually when you have to get a dialysis, it is one of those things that you have to do for the rest of your life. Your kidneys are pretty much at that Really late stage, and maybe even at failure to the point that you just don't recover unless you get, you know, a kidney transplant, which he did not. He just all of a sudden does not need dialysis anymore. We were all blown away, and I don't even know why we're blown away. It's, it shouldn't even be shocking. This is God. Nothing is too big for God. Now, the point of this story is A, that God does actually do miracles. Fact. The second part of it is this. My wife and I were, were talking about this and we're like, this is amazing, right? And yeah, we have this technology that can help people live longer lives when they do have you know, kidney failure. Um, but we, we took a moment to, to understand what dialysis really was and then it hit us. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and give our lives to Him, He performs a dialysis, quote-unquote, on our blood by inserting us into His family with His blood. Blown away. I was like, oh man, that's such a good point. We often talk about blood relatives in everyday life where we are born into a family on earth. Our bloodline goes back generations and may continue on for generations, However, when we are now in God's family and children of God, we're all in the same family with the same blood. No matter your nationality, gender, family genealogy, doesn't matter. Jesus breaks down those dividing barriers and you are now part of one family, God's family. On top of that, Jesus literally cleans and renews our blood because of the blood he lost for us. As humans, we are all sinful and have blood that has been tainted all the way back to Adam and Eve, the Garden of Eden. But we are now purified by getting the dialysis from God without ever having hook up to a dialysis machine. Praise and glory to God, right? God meant for us to all be one people under God, right? The whole world, not just one nation, not just one country, one nationality, one, you know, gender or whatever, everybody. It is meant to unify all of us. If we all trust God and give our lives to Jesus Christ, it unifies us. And that was and still is the goal of God. We, as humans who are sinful divided ourselves, and we continue to divide ourselves amongst different topics. Pick a topic, you can divide yourselves that way in some kind of argument, right? Or debate. And we still do that. But God never intended for that to happen. So, the way he intervened was coming down in the flesh, right? Through Jesus Christ, dying on the cross, shedding blood for all of us, For us to be adopted into his family again. Taking the blood that we've decided to taint within ourselves with wretchedness and sin. And cleansing it forever. Period. And in the meantime, still doing his miracles. Like this one we heard about today. So I have some verses that I would love for you to meditate on. I've meditated on to these after I... I heard about this miracle. Um, If you have a pen and paper, perfect. If you don't, they're going to be in the description or again on com. And here are your verses. John chapter 1, verse 12. Romans chapter 12, verse 5. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 through 22. And then finally, a few questions first question is this. How does it feel, or how would it feel, to be a part of God's family and promise? How would that make you feel, knowing that no matter what I did in the past, no matter what my nationality is, again, or gender, or or uh, what I look like, that all that doesn't matter, and I'm part of one family now, unified by Jesus Christ, how would that make you feel or how does it how does it make you feel right now? Question 2. Jesus wants for us to feel united as one nationality of people. How does that make you feel? Does this change your view on Christianity? Does this change your view on Jesus? And then finally, question number 3, what other words can you think of? that are synonymous with cleansing, renewal, etc. How does that make you feel about what Jesus did for you? So once again, I want to say thank you for joining in today and listening in. I, I can't say it enough. You all are so awesome. And you're loved and cherished by the creator of the universe. And never forget that. So with this all in mind, I would love to pray over you. So let's talk to our God. Dear God, thank you so much for reminding us that we have the ability to be a part of your holy family if we choose to do so. We know that this world is full of division and sin, but we know that we can be cleansed by the blood spilled by your only son, Jesus Christ. We know that your goal is for all of us to be close to you and with each other in community. And that is something we absolutely should cherish. We praise you. We give you all the worship and glory that you deserve and pray for you to continue to produce good fruit through us. In Jesus Christ's holy name, amen.